Wild in America from The True Republican, Sycamore, DeKalb County, Illinois, 24th of April, 1895. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Rob Marland. Wild in America. The ex apostle of aestheticism as he appeared to us stories of his experiences while on his tour caricatured by de maurier and satirised by gilbert some account of his plays oscar wilde first achieved notoriety as a prostrate apostle and then as the leader of the then infantile aesthetic craze he carried his aesthetic peculiarities so far that he became the subject of de maurier's caricaturing pencil and gilbert's satirising fun that may have been what he was trying for neither the caricaturist nor the satirist diminished the ardour with which wilde pursued what was vaguely called aestheticism the bunthorns of patience made up in exact imitation of wilde and he posed in the lobbies of the same theatres and composed phrases which outdid in lily-like languor the phrases gilbert had thought to be satires one of the songs of patience which seems to contain a more or less pointed allusion to wilde runs then a sentimental passion of a vegetable fashion should excite your languid spleen an attachment a la plato for a bashful young potato or a not too french french bean though the philistines may jostle you will rank as an apostle in the sentimental band if you walk down piccadilly with a poppy or a lily in your mediaeval hand and every one will say as you walk your mystic way if he's content with a vegetable love that would certainly not suit me why what a most particularly pure young man this pure young man must be the more limp de maurier drew his caricature the limper was oscar when he confronted the next assemblage the longer de maurier made his people's hair the longer wilde stayed away from the barbers up to that time fifteen years ago wilde had done little else to attract attention to himself he was known to be the son of exceptionally clever parents and winner of the newdigate at oxford but besides cleverly advertising himself and writing a few verses he had done no clever original work and was not seriously considered his reputation as lecturer man of fashion wit poet novelist essayist playwright has been made in most particulars in the last half-dozen years all since his lecturing tour in this country he came here about twelve years ago frankly advertised as a freak lecturing on aestheticism he wore knee-breeches silk hose lace cuffs and was otherwise variously freakish in his dress at boston a half-hundred harvard boys marched into his lecture hall dressed as he was each carrying a lily 
wilde's noted imperturbability did not desert him he merely lisped how tenderly droll and went on with his lecture in a western city he was the guest of a club among whose members were a number of stout drinkers they undertook to tank up the aesthete as they expressed it the process was long as the sun was breaking into the club windows wilde looked about over a room strewn with falling braves and said to the one man still able to comprehend speech we've had a charmingly quiet little evening don't you feel like a bit of a runabout town before breakfast but those who met him under normal conditions found mr wilde a witty engaging talker unusually well informed on a wide range of literary and art subjects and quite able to care for himself in any mental encounter the public at large not knowing this of him refused to accept him or his cult seriously and wilde returned to england richer only in experiences and a few hundred pounds he had apologists not of his class for his lily-like eccentricities about three years ago his play lady windermere's fan was produced in london and later here and that at once made him one of the most talked-about playwrights living there was not much seriously objectionable in the sentiments expressed in this play not to theatre-goers who had become accustomed to divorcant and its kind and this did not seem to satisfy mr wilde he wrote salome wrote it in french and arranged with sarah bernhardt to produce it in london but the lord chamberlain refused to authorise its production or to put it the familiar way prohibited it and wilde threatened to go to france to live which the marquess of queensbury expressed a longing for him to do but he did not a year and a half ago mr wilde managed to contrive and have ventilated in the pall mall budget a quarrel with t p o'connor in which he expressed his opinion of the ordinary journalist in a manner intended to increase the scope of the quarrel but it did not in spite of the harsh things which have been written lately about the moral quality of his later literary work a recent london critic wrote of him mr oscar wilde has a very wholesome influence upon contemporary thought though there are people who think otherwise it is not that he is original or even absurd he is never entirely either but he sticks his pen into the somewhat torpid consciousness of the average englishman and digs up the clods of truth which have caked and hardened therein he turns upside down the proverbial wisdom which most of us regard as eternal verity and shows us that it looks as well one way as the other new york sun end of wild in america